0: BYU Cougar Basketball is back in action.
1: Hop Slow hands off to Yo. Yo back in score. Another and one opportunity.
0: Yoli Childs. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard.
2: Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pre-Game Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars officially tip off the 2018-2019 season. The opponent this evening, well, it's a good one, the Nevada Wolfpack, who just happened to be a top-10 team in college basketball. The Cougars enter the regular season with two exhibition victories under their belt wins over St. Martins and Westminster. BYU will be led this year by junior forward Yoli Childs, who is certainly Capable of playing himself into consideration for West Coast Conference Player of the Year. Now, TJ Hawes, Jasheer Hardnet, and Luke Worthington are the returning starters with Zach Selius, Rylan Bergerson, Dalton Nixon, McKay Jacobson, and Evan Troy also returning new players to the mix this season really excited about these freshmen Gavin Baxter Connor Harding Colby Lee who by the way redshirted last season and then Nick Emery who makes his return to the team after sitting out last year Nick will miss the first nine games of the season due to NCAA violations now on the other side of things Nevada enters the regular season as a top 10 team depending on who you follow they're either number seven or number nine these two teams have haven't played each other since back in 2001, so it's been a while. The Cougars, by the way, in case you were wondering, they won that matchup 76-55, and the Cougars lead the all-time series 13-6. to Now, the Wolfpack went 28-9 and last season and returned... Quite a few talented players. The Martin Twins are back, Cody and Caleb. Jordan Caroline, along with the Twins, will be in the mix for Mountain West Conference Player of the Year. All three of those guys are very, very good. They tested the waters in... The NBA decided to come back, and I'm sure that uh, Eric Musselman and the Nevada coaching staff and fans are very excited about that. And on top of all of it, Nevada also signed All-American Jordan Brown. This team believes it can go further than they did last season when they advanced to the Sweet 16. Now, for more on tonight's season opener, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, caught up with assistant head coach Tim Lacombe and asked him what it's like to finally have the season here. It's like Christmas, you know.
3: This is what you work for. This is your what you do, your identity, and it's awesome to be back on the road with our guys. And uh, it's an awesome opportunity for us to start the season in a, you know, against a terrific team and a great arena that'll have a ton of energy and should be really fun.
1: As much of a challenge as it is, it is also just that, right? An opportunity.
3: Yeah, I mean that's the thing that we, we really kind of sat down this year and analyzed how we're doing things and. With the change of leagues, you know, I think that it's been a little more requisite to play games like this that, I mean, every list I've seen of the top five, six games going on tomorrow night, we're one of them. And I think those are the, you know, that's kind of the direction we've got to go. We've got to play these games. And we were fortunate that, you know, we got this game with Nevada and they are really highly thought of. And then they're going to return the game next year to our place, which should really be a fun one too. How did this game come together? Um, we've actually talked back and forth for a couple of years since Coach Musselman got the job, and he and Coach Rose know each other, and it makes a lot of sense regionally. Um, we love it because it was an hour and twenty-five minute flight, and we were here, and you know, so we're, we felt like let's go get a marquee name. We kind of projected that these guys would be really good. I don't know that we projected they'd be this good, um, <laughs> but it's it's. You know, if, this is, if you're a competitor and you love to compete and you want to put yourself out there, this is this is what we felt like we wanted to do.
1: It's Top 10 program, everyone says they are.
3: Yeah, uh, I've seen, even seen projections, you know, where they're picked to the Final Four, and I think they have the pieces for it. I think they have, uh, like everybody, they're a work in progress right now. They're trying to figure it all out, but just on talent and experience and what they have coming back, it's it, they're every bit of a top 10 team in my mind.
1: Now what you've got coming back are a bunch of guys who've played together.
3: Yeah, we have some continuity for what seems like the first time in a while in terms of a bunch of guys that actually played a season. And um, so that's, I feel like we, this year we had a couple of new faces, you know, off of missions. But for the most part, the vocabulary, the things you talk about, um, you know, you can reflect on experiences that have happened. And I think that really helps your team.
1: Yo's going to get a lot of a uh, well-deserved attention at the start of the season who else are you going to be leaning on as coaches to make sure that this thing uh, goes right uh, from the get-go
3: I think that um you know TJ now is playing his third year and uh and I think Jasheer got a ton of experience last year I and mean, Jasheer's a really high level guy and I think that of all the guys I think he's really kind of made for moments like today uh, I feel like he's he's just a guy that's He's got another level athletically. He can really guard, keep people in front of him, and then he can break pressure. And that's going to be a a really big thing not only against Nevada but for the the remainder of the games we have. How long will it be too soon and too early to
1: expect things from Connor Harding and and Gavin Baxter?
3: We need them right away. Um, I think they've both showed really well in the exhibition season. There's no fear in those guys. They've played at a really high level with AAU basketball. They've played, you know, the best teams and the best players in the country all throughout their life. So it's just a matter of them feeling, being able to be comfortable coming out there. But we, we need to lean on everybody right away.
1: You referenced it earlier. Uh, there are a lot of ways to open a season, and uh, there aren't too many just marquee matchups on opening night. But you've certainly got one of them.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting when you you look at you know the the opening night. Roster of games, and you know the pundits all over the country make their lists. And BYU Nevada, I mean, those are two teams that have had a lot of success. Um, you know, it's a it's a, a teams that have been to the Sweet 16 out of the West. Teams that you know win 20 games a year. Um, so it, it's it'll be a high high level contest, and we we really. You know, we're excited about it and feel like we'll play well.
1: It's the start of a big week too. You go from this kind of uh, frenzied atmosphere against the top ten team to an in-state game in the same week.
3: Yeah, uh, coach. You know, a couple of weeks ago, looked at me he's like you're crazy. <laughs> As the scheduler, right? We, we. But I think there will be hopefully be a method to our madness. Um, we we played some great teams. Um, you know, this game, and then you know, following it up with a good UVU program. Who coach Pope's got going in the right direction and and they want nothing more than to beat you. So the bottom line is we have to focus on the, the the task at hand and know that the next task is going to be really tough too.
1: Weeks ago they said there were just a few hundred tickets left for this game, so it should be a full house and a great night of hoops. Coach Lacombe, best of luck against the Wolfpack.
2: Thanks, Greg. Good to see you. Let's go. Thank you very much to both Greg Rubel and Tim Lacombe for our pregame interview from Reno. Coming up uh, in just a few minutes, we'll take you out to Reno and the Lawler Event Center, we'll talk with Mark Durant, but I want to let you know that this season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer that BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. All right, as I mentioned, coming up next, we're going to head to the Lawler Event Center for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame Game Live will continue in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. Jason Shepard with you. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. We head out to Reno, side of tonight's game, as the Cougars take on the Nevada Wolfpack. Hello, Mark Durant. How are you this fine evening?
4: Jason Shepard, my friend, I am fantastic. It's good to be back on the air with you, and here we go again.
2: Here we go again. Before we get to the basketball stuff, what exciting things have you done in the biggest little city in the world today?
4: <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's a nice town. Hey, I, I like it. But guess what I did? I, I had a couple hours. We had lunch, Jason, uh, uh, Greg, and uh, Kyle and I. And I said, man, I just, I've just i never really been here, and I, I, I want to go see Lake Tahoe. So I got in my car, drove 45 minutes, put my feet in Lake Tahoe, and came back. <laughs> it, it so was, that was it. It was beautiful, though. I, I thought it was really cool. But it was a nice afternoon, nice drive.
2: I, I, too, have never been to Lake Tahoe. So maybe next time, if I ever get the opportunity to go to Reno, I may drive the 45 minutes, put my feet in, it, and just turn and around. Do it. It's worth it. Hey, uh, before tonight's game, uh, it was announced earlier today that Dave Rose has agreed to a two-year contract extension that runs through 2021. What did you think of the news?
4: I thought it's great. I mean, I I wondered how long he wanted to do it. I mean, my view with what he's done, he could just do it as long as he wants. And uh, so it's up to him. And so you just keep giving him extensions as long as he wants to go. And I think three years is... Reasonable, you know. You look at uh, going into kids' houses and stuff, and they want to know that Dave Rose is going to be around for their, you know, their career. And so, I think it's important to have a few years out just to give the team and recruits and everybody just a, a, a an expectation that Dave Rose is going to be a part of the program. And I think that's appealing to players and, and their families. So, I think it's uh, I think it's great. Uh, again, I. As long as he wants to do it, I don't know how long he wants to do it. He's still relatively young guy. I think he's only 60, 61. I hope I'm not making him older than he is. But, I mean, uh, obviously when you kind of get to that age, you think about maybe retirement. I don't really see Dave Rose as a retirement type of guy. I mean, I I, I I would retire tomorrow if I could and just go play golf. But I think he's a pretty competitive guy that wants to wants to keep doing something. And I, I think he'd probably go crazy just sitting around. So I think he'll be here not just for three years but uh for you know a a good five to ten years i i I hope to see dave rose on the sideline
2: well certainly byu basketball is in good hands with dave rose at the helm did did you get to see enough during the two exhibition games to give you a good idea of what this byu team is capable of this season
4: you know i don't think so i mean uh, exhibition games mean almost nothing to me uh the 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 caliber of competition with all due respect is is not great and uh, and you're trying different things and letting young guys play and trying to find different combinations in chemistry. I, I was a little bit concerned with how poorly they shot the three. I mean I I'm gonna harp on that all year long. That it's just critical, Jason, the BYU shoots a high percentage from three. When I'm talking high percentage, it's gotta be around forty percent. If you could do that You're going to go to the NCAA tournament. You're going to win a ton of games. You're going to at least finish second in the conference. And uh, you're going to give Gonzaga all they can handle. If not, it's really going to be a struggle. As good as Yoli is, every single team has Yoli's name starred, starred, starred. Every game plan, stop Yoli Childs. So if you don't have guys hitting threes, then what do you got? And they shot terribly last year. It was extremely disappointing. Each guy on this team, in my estimation, should have shot at least 5 to 10 percentage points better than they did last year. And I'm not looking at that as a BYU blue-colored glasses, all that stuff. It's just my objective opinion, knowing the guys and having seen them play in high school and in college so far, how good they should shoot the ball. T.J. Haas should be 40%. He shouldn't be 30%. And go down the list. The only guy that could shoot last year was uh, Elijah Bryant. He's gone. Yoli Childs has become an excellent three-point shooter. He was okay for a big guy, but now he's a real threat. His shot, Jason, looks so smooth. It looks like he's cradling a little baby bird in his hand. It is so soft, and he just waves that little baby bird away, and it's money. And if he can keep doing that and be consistent, doesn't need to be 40%, but 30 35% for Yoli, he's going to make millions of dollars because uh, he's undersized to play inside in the league. But if he can hit a jumper like that, he can really do some damage, even at the next level. So, anyway, short answer, I don't even know what you asked me. <laughs> but Did you I'm, get to see that enough? Makes th- yes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see enough threes go in, if, if that's your question in the preseason. So, any chance to have any hope against Nevada? you got to make a lot of threes tonight and going forward.
2: Well, and that's the way this team is constructed. I mean, this team is not constructed, especially losing some of the size that they did. Being a smaller team in general they're designed to be a perimeter shooting team and to your point even Yoli who you know has been a guy that's played around the basket his game is stretching out stretching the floor spacing it a lot better so right the perimeter shooting is going to be it's going to be gigantic this year in terms of success for the Cougars I think that
4: BYU will try and play as much as they can with five three point shooters on the floor spread it out that will allow dribble penetration from your guards, and then you have to help, then you kick out for three. If, if you've got, and that's why I think uh, Luke Worthington, as, as much as I like him and he's a good, solid post-up guy, go with the jump hook, he's got good, consistent jump hook. He might be a bit of an endangered species this year for BYU after a while because I just think... When he's in there, it clogs it up for Yoli. It clogs it up for the guards to drive, because he's just, I mean, he's an in-the-paint guy. And if you can have Dalton Nixon or even uh, Gavin or Colby that can shoot that three and just have five three-point shooters on the floor, I think that's the preference for Dave Rose. And and even though, I mean, you're going to go a little bit smaller to do that a lot of times, and that might hurt you against some teams, You've got to do something different, Jason. You can't try and beat Gonzaga doing what Gonzaga does. You've got to have a different look. and you've, If it, that means you're shooting a ton of threes and going small and running fast, maybe that's the advantage you get because BYU's not going to beat a lot of teams with, for like, like Nevada, for instance, by being bigger or faster and stronger than Nevada. So if you're going to play the same style of basketball as Nevada, you're going to lose because they're better. But if you do something different, you do it well, you're disciplined, you play hard defense, you box out, you go fast, you shoot, and you make your threes, you can have a chance to beat a team like Nevada. And so I I think that's the the direction Dave Rose likes to play and the, the direction this team is going.
2: Mark Durant joining me from the Lawler Events Center in Reno, Nevada, site of tonight's BYU-Nevada Wolfpack basketball game. It's a season opener for the BYU Cougars, and we've obviously been talking a lot about Yoli, and we all expect him to be the go-to guy, the leading scorer. Who do you think is number two behind him? Who, who's? I mean, last year you had Elijah and Yoli that were really your one-two combination. If Yoli's the one of the one-two combination, who's the two?
4: I think the the obvious answer would be T.J. Haas. He struggled a little bit last year, but I think he has the potential to be a 15, 20-point game-a-night guy. Uh, Some dark horses I might throw in. Obviously, Nick Emery's hanging out there. He's been playing well from what I hear in practice, but he's going to be out. But he'll be a strong contributor in conference play. And maybe Jasheer Hardnett. I think he's really improved, and I think his, one, he's one of those guys that can really improve his three-point percentage. I think he will. I think he's very confident, a little quicker, and uh, I think he's just feeling really good right now. He might be a guy, and and I think he's kind of a guy tonight that will be the difference Sorry. maker, because everybody's going to be focused on Yoli and maybe TJ and others. He, he's a little bit further down on the on the uh, the scout for Nevada. And they may leave him open a little bit to, to cover the double Yoli and do other things. So, I wouldn't be surprised if he hit three or four three-pointers tonight. He's
2: looking really good to me early on. How do you think BYU matches up against this Nevada team? We know they're a top-ten team. They've got three NBA-caliber guys on the roster that have come back. How do you think BYU matches up in this season opener? Terribly. Terribly. <laughs> <laughs>
4: terribly, and so do uh, like 300 other teams match up terribly. I mean, these guys, these guys remind me of the uh, the Dr. Seuss book, the, you know, the, the star belly sneetches, you know, they go in the machine, and they want a star on their belly, and they come out, I mean, Muscleman just kind of puts guys in this machine, they come out 6'9", the guys jump out of the gym, you know, Adonis type guys, and I don't know where these guys all come from, but it, it's really... I mean, athletically, it, you're, you're, you're going to be outmatched, just period. Now, of course, BYU, Yoli's super athletic. Gavin Baxter's one of those guys. But just all the way down the line, like 10 guys are six, 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 nine clones of each other. And they're terrific NBA prototype bodies. And so, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. If you want to try and do what they do against the guys that are that good, you're going to lose. But if BYU, you know, one of the things, Jason is uh, you're getting them early which I like mm-hmm. and they may even though they've got a lot of experience they may not quite have it all together yet and uh, some of my favorite wins, whether it be Oklahoma State, Louisville, Memphis, Oklahoma I mean we had a lot of wins against really good teams and they all came really early because we kind of had discipline and chemistry and they didn't at that point and we had a lot of success so I'm hoping to see that tonight.
2: King Garf honda nissan and volkswagen and Orm proudly present keys to the game and mark you mentioned one already you mentioned perimeter shooting and it's not just tonight it's that's going to be something for the season byu is going to have to do to be successful what else do you believe byu is going to be in this game and have a chance to beat a top 10 team besides the perimeter shooting what else do you think are keys for the cougars tonight yeah
4: so bat it doesn't start anyone under 6-6 i think greg told me and uh and they haven't been great shooting the three in the preseason, but I worry about offensive rebounding for them. If BYU is within a couple of offensive rebounds in Nevada and then they shoot, you know, that 38% from the three-poor line or above, I think they'll win this game. But if that number is down in the low 30s and if BYU is giving Nevada two or three chances on the offensive glass, then uh, it's going to be
2: a long night. Mark, thank you as always. Glad you were able to uh, dip the toes in Lake Tahoe and then uh, get back in time for the game. Love hearing you and can't wait to hear you with Greg. Hey, thanks, Jason. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to tonight. It's going to be a fun one. Thanks, Mark. That's Mark Duran, our courtside conversation from the Lawler Event Center in Reno, Nevada. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college basketball. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard.
2: Getting you ready for the season opener. The BYU basketball team at number seven, Nevada, tonight. We'll get you out to Reno coming up. In just a few minutes, let's uh, in the time we have, let's get you up to date on action going on elsewhere in college basketball. We will actually start in women's college basketball. Just next door from our BYU radio studios at the Marriott Center, the BYU women's basketball team hosting Dixie State in their first exhibition matchup. This one went the way of the Cougars, 83-56 the final score. Brenna Chase leading BYU with 13 points, 12 points for Chalet Salmon, as well as 12 points. For Paisley Johnson, congratulations to the Cougars. They will begin play against UC Riverside coming up Friday at the Marriott Center. Other local teams, Southern Utah defeated West Coast Baptist 109-63. Utah State on the road at Montana State. The Aggies, there were about 15 minutes to go in the second half. Aggies with a 61-43 lead on the road. Weber State also on the road taking on the San Diego Toreros. That game still in the first half, about 10.40 to go, and the Wildcats leading the Toreros by a score of 13-5. to Also, Utah Valley, BYU's next opponent. That game will be Friday night at the Marriott Center. UVU leading Westminster 67 forty. Two. All right, that's going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we're going to send you to the Lawler Events Center in Reno, Nevada for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel.
1: Welcome back to Reno, where this evening the BYU Cougars and Nevada Wolfpack meet for the 20th time. For the first time in seven years, it was a neutral court meeting in suburban Chicago, which followed a neutral floor get-together two years before in Las Vegas. BYU won both those games. Tonight, the Cougars look to make it three in a row. My pregame interview with Dave Rose presented now by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, Coach Rose opens his 14th season as BYU head coach earlier today after the Cougars game day shoot-around here at the Lawler Event Center. I asked him if he remembers the last time his team opened a season this far from home
5: (laughs) yeah well i don't know exactly when but uh, i know we went to ucla one time um and and played an opener and was that the last one or long beach the next year oh long beach the next year yeah and both of those were pretty interesting games uh so i'm uh i'm excited to play this game tonight I, i think you know coach musselman and i we tried to put this together in a lot of different places on our schedule and it didn't and it basically came down to this night, we're going to lose it, lose the game. And so, uh, you know, he's one of the few guys with a really, really good team that will come back and play in the Marriott Center. So uh, this is when we're playing. And uh, I, I think he would tell you he wishes he had a you know few games under his belt, but.
1: Uh,
5: the bottom line is we're going to tip this thing and let it fly. See how it goes.
1: What a great chance for you guys, though, right? Yeah,
5: absolutely. Great opportunity, and and we got quite a few on our our preseason schedule this this year. So uh, I think our guys are excited about it, and uh, I, I think our preparation has been great for this, and and hopefully that we, we can handle what we haven't practiced against. You know, the last um, you know eight weeks of the summer, and then the thirty practices that we've had to preparing for this season. We can't we can't simulate their size and their length and their athleticism, and so hopefully we can adjust to that really quick and then be able to do what we can do really well against them and and um, you know big keys not turning the ball over so they can't get easy shots in transition our transition defense has got to be set if we're going to turn it over they need to be dead ball turnovers where it's a travel or maybe we toss it out of bounds but if we if we toss it to them that's going to be really tough and then we got to rebound their misses. Uh, we're gonna get them to miss, and when they do, we gotta only give them one shot. Um, you know, they had a preseason game this year. And we just saw the stats, but uh, um, they they missed twenty five shots uh, and got fifteen rebounds in a half of offensive rebounds. And so, uh, they're really good at that percentage when they get the offensive rebound. So, hopefully, we can get that thing
1: like a San Diego State type team. Absolutely,
5: be really similar. And, and it's funny, I I told that to the guys the other day. I said, "Okay, guys, this." This is very similar to the old San Diego State like, what? teams. And, and Lee says, "I don't think any of them. Yeah. They were all like nine and ten, you know, right. when they're playing those guys." But it's very, very similar.
1: They've got only three guys back from last year's team, but three really good guys, and then of course all the transfers. But just three guys.
5: Yeah, three, uh, three. You know, potential. You know, NBA picks yeah. and maybe maybe lottery picks. So we'll see uh, how we handle that. I, I, I think that. You know, Coach thought that maybe a couple of those guys would stay in the draft, and when they came back, added to an unbelievable recruiting class. and And what I see right now is I see a really talented bunch of guys. Uh, hopefully, we can put some real pressure on them and see what kind of team they really are. Early, they're projected to be, you know, uh, one of the favorites, top ten favorites, maybe to win the national championship. Uh, I saw a thing yesterday where. Uh, somebody predicted them to not lose a game in the preseason till they get to the. I mean, not lose a game in the season till mm-hmm. they get to the NCAA tournament. So th- there's a lot of uh, hype about this group because of the players, and now we'll see what kind of team they are.
1: You guys have proven uh, pretty adept at uh, breaking home court streaks in the past, and uh, Coach Musselman hasn't lost a non-conference home game yet.
5: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll be that'll be that fun. That'll be fun to do that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I, I think that uh, uh, I remember. Uh, a game in Creighton years and years yeah. ago, and they never lost during the week. You know, yeah. for the, way, was, the week streak, and, right. and yeah. uh, we we got the during the week night. So yeah. I guess there's lots of streaks, and they're all, I guess, made to be broken. So hopefully, something good will happen for us tonight.
1: How do you plan to go tonight with your guys starting off?
5: You know, we're going to uh, start Dalt and Zach and Yoli on the front line, mm-hmm. and then Jashir and TJ in the. In the backcourt, I think that's five really skilled guys that can spread the floor. Hopefully, we can space this thing and keep them spread out and neutralize maybe their size and length a little bit. Uh, and then hopefully, we can handle the pressure.
1: How do you plan to uh, use Luke then moving forward?
5: Well, Luke, Luke will be the you know the first big off the bench, depending on you know maybe foul trouble or uh, you know matchup issues, how they sub, who they play. If they're playing three really big guys, which is a possibility, then I think uh, you know Luke will see some time really pretty quick.
1: I talked with Coach Lacoma about this. About uh, you know, is it is it too soon to expect too much from a guy like uh, Connor Harding or Gavin Baxter She says, "Hey, we'll need everybody right now, yeah. including those guys. They'll
5: they'll they'll get they'll get their chance." And I think that uh, depending on the flow of the game, you know, we're, we're talking about we need help from from Ryland and we need help from McKay and we need help from da- Gavin from, uh, you know, Connor and, the, the, you know, maybe Colby, too. You know, Colby's, Colby's way behind on reps, and but his size might help us in this game. So we'll just see how it goes, you know, all hands on deck and see if we can get a win.
1: Well, it's opening night for college basketball. It's a sold-out building. It's a marquee matchup here in the West. It should be a fun one tonight. Good luck.
5: Yeah, we're excited to get started. Thanks, Greg.
1: All right, that is Dave Rose, newly signed to a contract extension that will keep him at BYU through at least the 2020 and 21 season. That's tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated with over fifty years' experience in Utah. Provo land title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo land title, making the complicated easier. The Cougar Tip Off show is coming up next, live from the Lawler Event Center in Reno on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: Has been helping Utah families for over 25 years and by Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Welcome back inside the Lawler Event Center, Reno, Nevada, on college basketball's official opening night. The NCAA's earliest ever start to a season is this evening. The top 10 Nevada Wolfpack play host to the BYU Cougars. UNR returning only three contributors from last season, but they are three nationally notable names, the Martin Twins, Caleb and Cody, and Jordan Caroline. Add to that a number of Division I transfers, and head coach Eric Musselman has the team expected to win the Mountain West and be among the last teams standing in next spring's NCAA tournament at BYU turns, an experienced group, but trying to fill a huge hole left by Elijah Bryant, who departed BYU with eligibility remaining. What remains now are a marquee player, in Yoli Childs, and a number of experienced teammates, hoping their time is now. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant with you now from courtside. Our statistician, BYU Basketball Media Relations Director, Kyle Chilton. Our studio host is Jason Shepard. Our control board operator is Nathan Israelson. Pleased to have you with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, featuring a satellite flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. We're also heard on 89.1 FM HD2. And tonight on FM 100.3 along the Wasatch Front. Also, network affiliates in Utah and Idaho and online via BYUradio.org and BYUcougars.com slash live radio. Plus, the BYU Radio app and the BYU Cougars app archives also for you at BYUradio.org and on the BYU Radio app by going to the show page or tab, and you can also hear play-by-play on demand via the new BYU Men's Basketball Podcast. Well, as excited as we are to open the season with all of you and BYU, Dave Rose's best laid plans have seen Eric Mika, Elijah Bryant, and Nick Emery all warming, uh, uh, would have seen all those guys warming up in front of us right now. In addition to players like T.J. Haas, Zach Selyus, Connor Harding, and others, instead, would-be seniors Mika and Bryant are hooping it up in Europe, and Nick Emery's coming off a season away and has to wait to play still. We won't see him until mid-December. The old commercial, Mark, said, life comes at you fast. And it did for Dave Rose and the Cougs. As a result, uh, a return to the NCAA tournament has been a bit slower in coming. But, uh, Mark, BYU has enough talent and experience to to expect some good things, I think, in 2018-19. We get our first indicator of potential tonight here in Reno.
4: Yeah, I I would have liked to have seen that team play, but I'm also excited to see this team play. I think... Uh, Yoli Child's is just terrific and uh, he's gonna be it's gonna be a memorable season to watch him play and then it's all about guys experienced guys c- stepping up shooting the ball better taking care of the ball playing hard defense the things that BYU can do to be successful I don't know if they can are going to be able to get a win realistically tonight against Nevada. I hope they do. Maybe they do. We've seen it before. But what I want to see is I want to see poise. I want to see them attack. I want to see them play like they've been here before, which they have, and, and know that they belong here and, and play aggressively and, and be in this game and really fight. If I, if I see that from this team, I think they're going to have a successful year.
1: But if they want to go ahead and win, that'd be all right. That's all you, okay too. Yep. Coming up after the break, a conversation with Nevada assistant coach Anthony Ruda as our preview of BYU and UNR continues on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Find out in a hurry what this team is made of. The head coach of the Wolf Pack is former NBA headman Eric Musselman. Now in his fourth season in Reno, he's taken Nevada from Mountain West, also ran to League Champ and Sweet 16 team. And everyone expects this season's squad to match if not surpass last season's deep tournament run. A short time ago here at the Lawler Event Center, I visited with Nevada assistant coach Anthony Ruda and asked him what makes this a good game for the Wolf Pack tonight.
6: I feel like it's a good game for both teams. I mean, it's a great opportunity for us to play against a really experienced team, a team that returns four starters and has a, you know, a, a, an All-American type player in Yoli Childs and Hawes, who should be a first or second team WCC guy this year. So it should be a great early season test for us. And we feel like down the road that this game will really hold a lot of weight in March.
1: For a team that returns at this point, only three contributors from last season who are scholarship players. Uh, Everyone knows what else Nevada has beyond guys who are back. That makes it a unique combination for you guys, doesn't it, with so many guys who have been with you practicing?
6: Yeah, there's no question. I mean, as a coaching staff, we're still trying to figure everything out. Um, You know, we have a lot of talent. Uh, You know, we go 9, 10 deep right now. But it's a matter of the Martin twins and Caroline, they've been key cogs of what we've done the last few seasons and you know just trying to get the other guys to mesh in with them which you know it's still a work in progress and it's something that you know it's going to take a few games to be able to really get the flow of everything down
1: what did you guys get out of your two uh preseason build-ups
6: i thought we got a lot out of the washington game uh you know washington a very unique team that plays 100 percent uh 23 zone Um, You know, so it was a good experience for us. And then being able to play against San Francisco State, we played them in our old gym, and, you know, there was 1,900 fans there. It was packed. It was sold out. It was a fun environment. Um, You know, just getting our guys in as many different environments as we could, uh, we thought was really beneficial, especially uh, in the exhibition season.
1: Coach Musselman wasn't terribly pleased, what I gather, on the defensive end.
6: Yeah, you know, we, we got some work we have to do on the defensive end. I mean, last year, you know, it was probably our uh, biggest deficiency, you know, being such a highly rated offensive team. But, um, you know, it's something that we've really worked on in the offseason. We continue to work on in training camp. And hopefully, uh, you know, dividends start to pay uh, coming up here to start the season.
1: You spent some time with Coach Rice here, didn't you?
6: Coach Rice is an unbelievable guy. It was great to see him uh, not only in July. We spent a lot of time together recruiting, but also uh, you know when Washington came to town and. Uh, you know, he's just such a great guy, great offensive basketball mind, and just somebody that's a father figure for not only the players, but also us young coaches as well.
1: We really enjoyed working with him, of course, at BYU. So uh, with all the acclaim that's come to Nevada's way here in the months since the Sweet 16 run, uh, how much of it is just exactly what this team deserves and how much of it is still a lot to be proven?
6: I think it's a combination of both. Uh, You know, I think these guys have earned a lot of the respect that they've gotten, both uh, local, regionally, and nationally. But I also think, too, I mean, everybody starts a season 0-0. and uh, You know, the number next to your name can go real quickly if you don't produce. And I think these guys, you know, uh, the Washington game was a good test for us, and we kind of saw where we stood right now and, you know, saw some areas we needed to pick up. And, uh, you know, as we continue into this non-conference slate, hopefully you know we find out a lot more about this team
1: coach Rose tells me of course that Nevada is one of those teams and coach Musselman one of those coaches that appreciates the value of scheduling and what this kind of game can do for both teams
6: uh yeah you know coach Musselman does a great job you know uh, helping with the schedule and really being the spearhead behind it where you know as a staff when we come to him with games saying hey this is an opportunity we can do or hey we can play this game you know coach is one of those guys that wants to play anyone anywhere anytime and you know there's there's a lot of coaches out there that only want to play a certain box of games where coach is uh, very open when it comes to scheduling and you know it really really helps and you know i feel like we saw that uh pay dividends the last two seasons and hopefully uh this season as well
1: we'll see you at the Marriott Center next year too right as a, as a result of this
6: yes we'll, we'll see you at the Marriott Center hopefully uh hopefully it's not as loud as it looks on TV
1: <laughs> last thing uh from what you've seen from BYU in the exhibition season uh what do you expect from the Cougs and how do they match stylistically what you guys want to do
6: uh, you know, it looks like BYU is starting to uh, really get back to the old BYU Cougar ways where they're pushing the basketball more and playing with a faster pace. And, um, you know, they, like I said, I mean, they returned four out of five starters and a lot of key role players have a lot of good freshmen that, you know, are four-star guys that didn't even hardly got on the floor in the exhibition season. So there's a lot of talent on this team and, you know, a lot of veterans. And, you know, we feel like it should be a really good test for us.
1: We expect a pretty good vibe in this building tonight, right?
6: Yeah, it should be should be pretty good. Students getting in uh, any minute and you know expecting a great crowd and a great environment. All right,
1: well thanks for your time. We'll see you back next year, at Provo.
6: Thank you so much.
1: That is Nevada assistant coach Anthony Ruda. Time now for You Be the Judge, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. Tonight's game between BYU and Nevada is the first meeting between these two teams since the aforementioned meeting in 2011. In that game, this player led BYU to a win with 22 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. Who is he? The answer coming up next as we get you set for BYU and nevada on the cougar tip-off show live from reno on the new skin byu sports network
0: welcome back to the cougar tip-off show let's rejoin greg rubel
1: let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin
0: byu sports network This is BYU Radio on 107.9 FM, KUNT Randolph, KBYU FM, HD2 Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio.
1: BYU and Nevada coming up in the 2018-19 regular season opener for both teams. Time now for the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature, brought to you by Legally Mine. Here was the basketball trivia question. This evening's game between BYU and Nevada, the first since 2011. BYU won that game in Chicago. In that game, this player led BYU to a win with 22 points, eight rebounds, and four assists. Who was he?
4: This is a post Jimmer, I think, so I'm going to try Noah Hartsock. Good guess, really good guess. Charles Abuo. Excellent.
1: I loved watching Charles play. All right, that's you be the judge brought to you by Legally Mine. Time for a final break. Closing segment of the Cougar Tip-Off show coming up next, live from Reno on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: The Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside.
1: our national anthem here at the Lawlor Event Center in Reno, Nevada. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant with you. Tip time just moments away before this last break, Mark. We heard uh, Coach Dave Rose tell us in our pregame conversation, change in the starting five for BYU. The season ended last year with Luke Worthington in the post. Dalton Nixon gets a start inside alongside Yoli Childs tonight.
4: Well, it's a risk reward proposition. You get another shooter, you spread the floor with uh, Dalton, but... Uh Of course, Luke is a big, solid, big body in there, and it's hard not to go big against a big team like Nevada. So we'll see how that pans out. I'm sure Luke will get to play, but uh, I like the idea of having five shooters on the floor, Greg.
1: Tip-off of the 2018-19 regular season opener between BYU and Nevada is coming your way next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.